When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Dumbledore. Oh, fuck. Dumbledore. 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 Did you put your name into Gerbler the Fur? You have to talk like this for the rest of the podcast now. Herker. Hello, welcome back to True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Topher. I'm Rachel. Rachel is our Dean of Muggle Studies. She's also the teacher-student liaison for uh-huh. the school paper, the Weekly Scryer. Yes, and Topher is our new potions professor. So fingers crossed he doesn't kill me today. <laughs> no explosions. As you may be suspecting, this is an extremely special episode. I yes. am so fucking excited about this. Yes. Just real quickly, I would like to give a shout out to the Facebook group that I'm a member of, mm-hmm. my favorite Avada Kedavra, mm-hmm. uh, for inspiring this. So today we're going to be talking about the whole Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yes. And trying to hopefully match you guys up with some amazing butterbeer wine. Yes. And just as a note to start off, we are not going to give the author of the book series any credit or recognition. Nope. Because she's an asshole. Because she is a trans people. So fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're moving on. Let's get into the story. Let's get into it. Okay. So here's how this is going to work today. Mm -hmm. I have gone out and actually sourced four different Chardonnays here. He went to Diagon Alley. I did. And so I tried to get things that I know that are accessible kind of across the country so that Mm -hmm. you guys listening at home hopefully will be able to find these pretty easily. And they're also going to be four different price points as well, which we'll get into a little bit as we go on. Mm -hmm. So typically what we're doing here, obviously, is sharing one bottle, drinking the whole thing. And we know at the end of it, that's when the episode's done. Uh, We will not be drinking all four bottles completely. Not when we're recording. <laughs> we we do want to get drunk, but we would prefer not to get alcohol poisoning. Yeah, so. that was Topher's call. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is go one by one and taste each of these in kind of like half glasses and mm-hmm. then get to pick the one that we think is our favorite to yes. finish out with towards the end of the episode as well. And we are also going to be sorting the wines into their Hogwarts houses at the end. Yes, which I'm going to go ahead and say these wines should all be pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to be very drunk. So mm-hmm. these will be completely random selections. Which will be a first for us. <laughs> <laughs> we never um, make arbitrary decisions. Well, do you want to get into the wine? Yes, let me let me get the note cards so we can write our notes oh, like yeah. real smart people. Please do that. All right, so I'm going to grab that. Hold on one second. We're super prepared here. <laughs> all right, I've returned from my difficult journey. Should have to go all the way to Diagon Alley to get these damn cards. I know. All right, I'll just take four of them, please. Okay, one, two, three, too many, three, <laughs> and four. Perfect. All right, so I actually have a present for us. <gasps> A present. I do. Are okay. you ready? Yes, I am ready. Oh my God, Topher. This is adorable. So I got us Harry Potter glasses. Oh, fuck yes. Got, I love it. It's got the seal of Hogwarts and the, what is it? I guess the school motto. The, the crest. Yeah. Draco Dormian's Nunquam Titalendus, which means don't tickle sleeping dragons. Dragons, yes. Yes. 
I thought those were super cute. We were these are adorable. We were at Marshalls or Ross or something, and they had them, and I was like, oh my god, we have to Thank get them. Thank you. These so, will go lovely with our bottles and our tiny scarves at the end. Yeah, we got some really running. cute tiny little Hogwarts scarves as well. All right, so I'm going to start with okay. this particular Chardonnay. This is True Shard. Ooh. Chardonnay from Carneros and Napa Valley, 2018. We're going to start with the most expensive one just so that okay. we can experience the quality while, our, yeah, while we're a little bit more soberly minded and our palettes are not. See, okay, based on the label, and it's a very kind of simple label, I would not have pegged this as the most expensive. Really? Mm-mm. That's interesting. I would have put, yeah, that one. This one here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. And we'll describe each one as we go, too, so I don't yeah. want to spoil stuff. But this label, it's pretty simple. It's just like a little painting of a, a scenic sunset, a valley, some crops, there are clouds some in clouds, it. clouds, yeah. Yeah. It's very unassuming. Yes. Very quiet. Yeah, I think unassuming and quiet are good adjectives. So how much is this one? You so this one comes in at just under $30. It was okay. like $20, $29, something okay. like that. We'll round up to $30, which still isn't outrageous. No. But, you know, I wanted to have something that's maybe a little bit nicer if you were giving a wine bottle as a gift or having dinner with somebody and right. it was a little bit more fancy. So when you go to Professor Dumbledore's dinner party, exactly. you bring in this wine. Yes. Okay. One of the things that all of these wines have in common, besides the fact that they are all Chardonnays, okay. is that they're all from California. Thank you. And they're all being made mm. in a very similar way. So the thing that's really going to set these apart and make them like butterbeer wine is the malolactic fermentation that it goes through. Okay. Basically what you're doing is you're taking the malic acid that naturally occurs in the Chardonnays and you are converting that through a secondary fermentation into lactic acid. Okay. Malic acid tends to be a lot more tart, okay. harsh, green Granny Smith apple sort of flavor to it. Okay. Whereas lactic acid is a creamier, richer sort of mouthfeel. Because that's what's in milk, right? Yes. Okay. And it also has kind of a buttery flavor to it. So that's going to impart that buttery note. Oh, that's why we're getting the butter mm -hmm. beer. Yeah. And then when you age it in oak, so it's actually going mm. through that fermentation usually while it's aging in the oak barrels. Okay. And the oak barrels are what's going to impart that vanilla and baking spices flavor. Nice. So a lot of times, especially some of the more high-end Chardonnays from California, you almost get like a pineapple upside down cake thing happening with it because mm. Chardonnay does typically have more of a pineapple-y, citrusy thing going on. Also, lots of apple notes from that malic acid we were talking about as well. Okay. But, awesome. Um, yeah. So let's get into it. All right. Well, cheers. Thank cheers. you for these adorable glasses. I love it. Oh, yeah. You I'm can smelling. smell. What are you getting? I was going to say apple. Yeah, it does smell like apple cider. Like yeah. Because the baking spices are really this coming through. This is a through. good fall wine. Just from it the is. scent. I haven't tried it yet. Okay, I'm making my notes. And it's definitely very oaky. Apple and oak. And again, which house we put in at the end will be totally arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't come for us. You can come for Topher. That's okay. I do think it would be fun. We'll do this later on. But to maybe just sort drinks themselves into houses. Ooh. Because I don't, I honestly don't see all the houses drinking even the same kind of thing. You know? That's true. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. All right. We're tasting it. Hmm. Whoa. Okay. It's Ooh. definitely it a lot more. It hits you in the mouth. Yeah. It's definitely a lot more apple-y. Than I thought. It oh, is. by the way, all uh -huh. of these wines, except for I believe this one here, mm -hmm. they're all almost fifteen percent alcohol. Oh boy, this yeah. will be fun. Yeah, which is another reason why we're not drinking filled to the brim glasses right now. Yes. Yeah. You, you like so my wine notes? Strong, strong taste. taste. <laughs> 
I could do this professionally. Clearly. Well, talk to me. What okay. What are you getting in terms of the taste? Because it is strong. So I think that it, this is actually something that's very easy to break down. This tastes like if you made apple juice alcoholic to me. Yes. It does have very much like a cidery taste without mm-hmm. the carbonation. Yes. And I would absolutely agree with that. Who likes ciders? I like it. Yeah. I would say that the apple is actually much more pronounced than I thought, and the creamy sort of mouthfeel is taking a backseat. I'm not getting any creaminess. Yeah, so I would not necessarily classify this as butterbeer. But that's part of the experimentation here, is to find which of these is the I think it's a little, this is most. an aggressive wine. You think it's aggressive? I, yeah. Okay. Are you, so I'm already assuming that you're sort of classifying it as a Gryffindor here. Maybe. I'm going to put down aggressive. B. Aggressive. B, B, a wine. Aggressive, but good. Yeah. Make a note that the apple is kind of the strongest flavor here. Okay. I decided that I don't want to write things down. That's fair. I will write for both of us and you can look at my nonsense later. (laughs) Hopefully my handwriting remains legible. Yeah. We are are allowing our fact checker to also enjoy the wines today. So I would say right off the bat, this is not particularly butterbeery. No. However, I find it to be very pleasant. This is just purely a a personal thing, but typically I'm not a huge fan of wines that are made in that style, that kind of Chardonnay. Creaminess. Yeah, Yeah. I like it to be a little bit more crisp than I do creamy. However, I can appreciate that style because it is a completely legitimate style and people love it and and I, I will drink it. Sure. To me, that's like for a style for a very particular time of year and place. Yeah, and it's definitely like a Christmas wine or it, something. It is kind of like a holiday sort of yeah. feel to it. And it, it is actually really good with richer foods as well, mm-hmm. which Makes helps sense. with that. Yeah. yeah. I would say this particular wine, not super butterbeer, okay. but I do like it. I think you're spot on when you compare it to a cider. Yeah. If you like apple ciders and it does still have that kind of baking spice thing it happening does, with yeah. it. This is delightful. This is definitely like a fire pit kind of, like yeah. on an autumn day. Yeah, like a crisp fall yeah. day. Yeah, would, this would be really fun. You spin out the pumpkin patches. Mm-hmm. And it's almost refreshing. I know you said it's very strong. It's okay. not strong in terms of being pungent, like no, no, no. super alcoholic. No, it's not, very refreshing. Not strong in that way. I would say the flavor is stronger than I was getting from the smell. Yeah, and it surprised me. Mm-hmm. It surprised me too. It's a very lush, juicy apple. Like Ooh. you're just biting into it, and it's dribbling down your. You're chin. wearing apple bottom jeans when you drink boots this? with the fur. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as we are, are sipping, let's mm-hmm. talk about Harry Potter. Yes. So before we begin, tell me your experience with Harry Potter. That's a really good thing to bring up. I came in. (laughs) You're so good at this. I try. (laughs) I got into Harry Potter actually a lot later in life than most people. Again, I grew up in the cult. Mm -hmm. So I was not allowed to read it. Because it was full of devil. Oh, yeah. My parents were like. Magic bad, right? Well, here's the weird thing. I was totally allowed to read Chronicles of Narnia. Because it's Jesus. Because, you know, Jesus lion. Right. I was also encouraged to read all different kinds of mythologies, like Greek mythology mm-hmm. and anything like that was totally fine. I loved a book series called The Chronicles of Pride and as a kid, that's where the Disney movie The Black Cauldron came from. Oh, okay. I was allowed to read all of Alexander Scott's stuff. But for some reason, arbitrarily, because Focus on the Family said not to, oh, I was not allowed not. to, yeah. Okay. Well, my parents were like, a, the kids in this are very disrespectful to authority, which mm-hmm. ish, I wouldn't really say that. Like, okay. I think that they respected the adults who deserve deserve their respect. Yeah, okay. like they love McGonagall. But then also the witchcraft thing was mm-hmm. just a weird arbitrary thing for them to pick on. They didn't like the fact that they were called witches and warlocks and stuff. Okay. For some reason, 
warlock is a really bad word for them. Well, it's witchcraft and wizardry. Yeah. But that was a no-no. Yeah. Okay. And then they also were really freaked out by the fact that people were talking to snakes because, you know, in the Bible, when people were talking to snakes, you know what happened with that. And now here the fuck we are, cursed as mankind, you know? Okay. So to them, it was just a lot of like evil things. Now, it is funny because since then, my siblings have gotten my parents into Harry Potter and they've actually read the books and enjoyed the movies. Oh, what a turn. Yeah. But Fact Checker is actually the one as an adult who okay, got me into Okay, good job, Fact Checker. And I was also biased at the time Okay. because I had just heard things about it and I'd heard that it wasn't well written. I would take... I thought it was a beautifully... I think it is well written. It was so immersive. It is. And I think that's why people really got into Harry Potter. Yeah. It's not highbrow literature and it's not supposed to be. And one thing that I really enjoyed as I was reading through it, and my ritual was kind of like I would be sitting in the bathtub listening to the soundtrack of the movie, which is Mm -hmm. a brilliant soundtrack. Yes. John Williams. Mm -hmm. Some of his best work. Yeah. And I would be like reading the books in there. And since I read through the series kind of all at once, it was very easy for me to chart how the style grew. And I think that's yeah. such a cool thing that the kids who grew up reading it, it was growing along with them. It definitely ages up as mm-hmm. you read, which is a nice reflection of the you know the it's main really characters cool. yeah. who are preteens and then they become older teens as the story yeah. goes. So, so yeah. you're an adult who got into it. I was an adult. And I will say, too, I really appreciated the series. And I'm glad that even though we have, as a nerddom and as a fandom, turned our backs on the, the author writer, yeah, right. mm-hmm. um, and claimed it for ourselves because yes. it was very instrumental in my mental health at the time as well. Yeah. Very, very helpful to me. And I know that a lot of people have had that experience as yeah. well. So I think it's really important that we were able to reclaim it as our own. And I love yes. that now there's so many different fanfics that are super well-written that people can oh, go yeah, to for and sure. support artists rather than she who shall not be named. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But enough about her. Okay. But yeah, that's my experience. So when you started reading the books, had they all come out already? Mm. Okay. Oh yeah. This was only like a few years ago. Okay. okay yeah. Cool. Because so I remember I started reading Harry Potter in my first year of college, I think. So our fact checker and I went to the movie, the first movie together. Nice. When it came out. That was so long ago it too. It was 20 years ago. That's cool. <laughs> it was oh, that's really wild long ago. to me. I know. I probably remember my brother, who's five years younger, he started reading Harry Potter when I was a senior in high school, and he was in middle school at the time, mm-hmm. so it was right at his demographic yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. And the first book that I have, because I've got the books, is actually like, has his name written on the inside oh, and stuff, <laughs> and it has a little star reader stamp on the yes. inside cover, because like... He's not a big reader, but like he read the whole book. Yeah, I did. He went that pizza party. Mm -hmm. So I was older, like not really the key demographic either. Okay. But I think reading it as someone who's a little bit older, like you appreciate some of these things Mm -hmm. in the books. And when I started reading it, the books were still being written and coming out too. So that was kind of an interesting thing, being caught up in all of that, like, oh my God, the new book is coming out and they have like the parties and the book releases at midnight and all that. So I remember kind of at first being like, oh, these are kids' books. But then starting being like, no, they're fun. I I like them. They're They're really fun. It's funny that you experienced it more kind of what everyone else's universal experience was Mm -hmm. and had to wait. I'm such an instant gratification person. Like, I want it all now. I will literally sometimes wait until a TV show has completed its season so that I can binge watch as much as I want. And I totally, I'm becoming more like that the older I get. I don't want to have to wait a week. This whole like, yeah, exactly. Because you get so into it. And then. Yes. And I know for me, especially with books, and I'm sure you'll relate to this too because you're a big reader also, there's a sense of almost the satisfaction of finishing a book is mixed with sadness. 
Yes. When you get to the end, you're like, oh. And then it's doubly so if you're reading a series where the next book hasn't come out yet. And you're like, fuck. Yes, yes, yes. But, but I will say, too, the fun thing is that even though all these books are obviously linked together and it is a series that grows, it's not like it ends in cliffhangers. You can take no. each one. And, and we'll talk about the ending of the series, too, because people have got mixed feelings okay. about it. Yeah. All right. So the first book, The Philosopher's Stone, or in the U.S., The Sorcerer's Stone, because I thought U.S. kids were too dumb to understand. Which but they're not was, wrong. Eh, not wrong. Came out in 97. 1997. That's, wow. I was 10 years old. Yep. You're just a baby. The Chamber of Secrets came out. I wasn't even aware of it at that time either. Right. It was still very new. Like, what is this thing? Chamber of Secrets came out in 99. Prison of Azkaban, or sorry, 98. Prison of Azkaban was 99. I think like 99, 2000 was like really when it first kicked off and got immensely popular. Yeah. Because I remember I was helping pass out candy to kids trick-or-treating and I was a senior in high school and some kid came up to the door dressed as Harry Potter. Nice. And my dad said, are you supposed to be a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And I was like, no, it's Harry Potter. And he was like, what? And I like, told him what it was. And he's like, oh, okay. But that was kind of the first yeah. like big cultural, this is the thing now. So I became aware of it, I guess around that time, because it was when the, mo- the first movie came mm-hmm. out. And I remember I was super into Legos as a kid, super into them. And I actually subscribed to Lego magazine and (laughs) don't, don't even give me that. That is the cutest thing in the world. And well, Topher like, I want my Lego magazine. Yes, it was so great. I loved Lego magazine. But they had the Harry Potter Lego sets that came out at the time mm-hmm. were fucking amazing. And I was so upset that I wasn't allowed to have anything to do with Harry Potter because they were such cool Lego sets. And I was okay. the kind of kid, too, that I wouldn't just I would build like the Lego set the way that it was meant to be built the first sure. time. But then I love to mix and match the different mm. things. And I was super into castles and shit. So oh, like, it was God, perfect. yeah. Castles, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get done the castle thing. When I did my study abroad in Scotland, part oh. of the appeal was like, it kind of looks like Harry Potter. Yes, absolutely. Well, wasn't, like, oh, wasn't okay. Hogwarts technically in Scotland in, or like in on the Scotland, border? Yeah, or... like in the Highlands, more yeah. remote areas of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Goblet of Fire came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Order... Which is my favorite movie, I think. Really? Yeah. I think I like that movie the best, too. It's just fun visually. Like, there's a lot of really I do cool like parts. the last two movies a lot as well. Uh, part one and part two? Of, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Goblet of Fire in 2000, Order of Phoenix in 03. I think that's my least favorite of all of them. That's my least favorite as well. It's Fact Checker's favorite, though. Really? He well, likes, he's wrong. He likes Check it. Check that fact. Fact Checker. <laughs> He really enjoys how, and I can appreciate this, he enjoys how well and accurately Harry Potter was depicted as a surly, moody teenager. And to me, that's what got on my nerves, especially as I was reading it, was just like, oh my God, this fucking brat needs to get over himself. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm 100% on board, but but I think it is accurate. It is very accurate. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's important. It shows writing skill. I just like that story. I feel like does the least move the overall story forward. And it's... I think Umbridge is a fantastic villain. One, One of, of like, the, the best, best villains ever. ever. Honestly, yeah. And I read the, an the article film about did a great that. job with that too. Yeah. But like that story just isn't my yeah. favorite. But then it was Half-Blood Prince in 05 mm-hmm. and then Deathly Hallows in 07. So I remember like I've already having read Harry Potter and be like, 
okay, Order of the Phoenix is coming out, Half Blood Prince is coming out, Deathly Hallows, like this is the last one, and all of that yeah. excitement around like the books are coming out. Yeah. My so my friend from high school and college, Ben, he was actually reading the last book on a bros vacation that we took mm-hmm. um, to Tybee Island. It's like a bros vocation. Vocation. Yeah. We're doing work. We're professional bros. bros. <laughs> no, we were okay, on- but that's a great reality show. Bro's vocation. It probably exists. Yeah. So we were on the beach and he had brought the last book with him. And I remember looking over at one point and he was crying. And I was like, what? And he's like, a character just died. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I was just like, okay. Fair enough. So how are we doing with your wine? Um, I'm almost finished with this. So let's move on to the next one. I just finished mine. So this one's actually a screw cap. I guess I'm doing butter. Finished first. So the films came out, and I'll just kind of run down an order really quickly. Okay. The numbers. 01, 02, 04, 05, 07, mm-hmm. 09, and then the last book was split into two films, mm-hmm. and it came out in 2010 and 2011. Yeah. So it's already been 10 years since the last movie came out. That's, wow, it's wild. Mm-hmm. I was crazy. re-watching one of the films recently, and mm-hmm. while I think they did a really good job with those movies, especially given the time that they came out, mm-hmm. I do wonder, as I often do with adaptations I of movies i couldn't help but wonder she is a slytherin by the way we've established oh, yeah, that for sure for sure which we'll talk about our houses in a little bit yeah but yeah it made me think that all of these films would have been served so much better if they had been done as even a three-part miniseries or something kind of bbc there is style so much left out of the films and i get that but i agree with you sometimes it just feels like you're running yeah. through the story and there were parts so i was watching the chamber of secrets and right. there were parts where i'm like oh my god it was just snowing outside, and now it's like springtime. What's happening? Right. What is they, happening they do, with this? They do. Well, let's fill up. Um, and as we fill up, let's chat about some of the stuff. So okay. let's talk about the wine yeah. first of all. So I have high hopes for this one. Okay. Um, this is one that I know that you can find in just about any grocery store wherever you are. So what is it called? It's called Butter. Okay. Which bodes well for our quest right okay. now. This is the Butter 2019 California Chardonnay. And... It doesn't say exactly where in California it's from, but I'm sure it's from that same Sonoma, it's Napa region. It's a big state, but we know where the wines are going yeah, on. Yeah, so. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, my wine. My wine. My watch keeps thinking I'm talking to it. Not my wine keeps thinking I'm talking to it. And this is the reason that we're not drinking all four bottles, because Rachel's already losing it right now. Um... Perhaps I am. All right. Let's give this a smell. Okay. I'm going to write down my card. This is called butter. 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 Well, right off the bat. Well, I'll, I'll let you smell it. I want to get your impressions first because I don't want to lead the witness here. Oh, it smells buttery. It does smell buttery. That's yeah, exactly Okay. What... I was like, am I wrong? It's almost like. Have a... I just been misled no. by the name? No, but you still get that oaky baking spices yes. smell too. It's like a nice butter. It's like, like buttered good, popcorn. Good quality. Yeah, okay. good quality butter. Smells. This is that Irish cream butter. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's got that fancy little cow with a clover on the front. Yeah. Yep. So All speaking right. of that kind of butter, it's funny how we treat ourselves as adults now, where it's like, mm-hmm. this week I can afford this good butter. It's like, I'm going to buy the nice butter. I know, and you feel Ooh, so special. Oh my gosh, taste this. Okay. This, this is, is hands down butter beer wine. This is butter beer wine for sure. We don't even need to try the rest. Yeah. We will, though. But. Oh, my God. You know what else it kind of tastes like? Right. The butter popcorn jelly bellies. You know what <gasps> I'm talking does. about? It does. So have you ever tried those 
So in Harry Potter, they have the oh, birdie yeah. bots every flavor mm-hmm. bean. I've, I've never had them, no. And Jelly Belly made those yeah. for, like, real people to try, not just fictional characters. Yeah, and they even, like, they earwax and barf and shit it, like that. It really does taste. That's so gross. And you don't know what you're getting. That's, first of all, how do you know that it tastes like earwax? You've never eaten your lover's earwax before? <laughs> I guess I'm not that romantic. <laughs> Well, is my relationship even real? I didn't want to say anything, but Fact Checker has been calling up with complaints a lot. Damn. <laughs> well, at least I know now, I guess. He's you know, like, constructive I've, criticism. I've got to shove the jelly beans into my own mouth because Topher won't. Eat I wonder why he kept bringing the neti pot into the bedroom. And like being seductive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wearing the neti pot and nothing but the neti pot. Oh, no. Where does it go? Have you ever done that thing where you no. handle your ear? No. I'm kind of fascinated. I, I am too. Try it. I do kind of want to. Should we do that for one of our videos at some point? Yes. And we'll just drink wine while it happens. <laughs> We've got the silly straws. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> you made this happen. This is in thanks to viewers like you. <laughs> we will traumatize viewers like you. Um, okay. So let's let's break down the taste of this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, butter is the first thing I, that we're getting. It's buttery, but not... In a bad, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's a good creaminess. It's good. Yeah. Again, this is not my preferred style of wine, but I'm actually enjoying this. There's a warmth to it. Yes. Too. Like I feel like in the back of my throat, like I feel that kind of warm. Yeah. Well, and the texture is Mm. so nice because it is a creamy mouthfeel. And it just kind of feels like it slides down your throat. Stop. (laughs) It does though. It does. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Honestly, you're not wrong. So when and where would you serve or drink this wine? Mm. Oh, man. There's also like a little bit of a like a caramel apple flavor to it. I can see that. This, You know what this makes me want to do? It makes me want to go to a fall festival fair kind of thing. Okay. And be like walking around and there's hay bales and shit, but not other people. Like we've rented out the fair for just ourselves. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of people waiting for us to walk up to their stalls? Yeah. Okay. Drinks. The world does revolve around us. Well, with hay. <laughs> okay, that's my note. We're definitely wearing fashionable flannel or gingham of some sort. What is fashionable flannel? Well, mine... You've got some pants on right now that are very fashionably fl- flannel. Oh, that's a mouthful. They're a little bit more tartan, I would say. Oh, fine. Okay. I would say that, yeah, the difference between... We all know I'm the more fashionable of the two of us, too. So Topher, Absolutely. Just, let's just describe our outfits for a second, because Topher really came in with the persona of an eccentric wizard, but very sexy and fashionable wizard. I came as a muggle today. <laughs> so we describe each other's yes. outfits? Okay, I'll you do yours. Yes, mine. Okay. But first, feel the inside of my shirt. Oh, that's so soft. I know. But oh, right? there's a reason for it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I dress so for comfort. Very cute little ponytail action yeah. here. I love how you got like the little strands on the side yeah. hanging down. It's all dry shampoo going on. So cute. <laughs> With the glasses. Mm-hmm. Very academic. Yeah, too lazy to put in contacts. Mm-hmm, Thanks. Mm-hmm. Black kind of sweatshirt yes. sort of situation. Uh-huh. Jeans uh-huh. with the, the holes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some nothing, cute earrings. There's nothing more to say about my. <laughs> that's that's it. No necklace, I notice. No, no necklace. Just my natural okay. beauty and shining what, through. And what am I wearing? It's enough for me. <laughs> I. That's clearly not enough for me. Topher likes to surpass his beauty. Mm-hmm. 
um, and just enhance. I them. just really don't want you to even notice my natural beauty. I know. Because then when you take all this off, you're like, oh my god. Oh my god, and so he, and he's beautiful. beautiful. What? So Tofu right now is wearing tartan pants, like a deep red and black. You've they got are leggings from the women's section of Express. Oh, good for you. Leggings They're are so the best. comfy and Man, warm. The movement you can do in those. Oh my god. And they look good. They look they like look pants. Good. They look good. Yeah, if you're gonna buy leggings, quick note. Buy ones that are good and mm -hmm. that look like pants because you'll fool the world mm -hmm. and you'll be doing it in comfort. And it's like all you have to wear throughout the entire autumn and winter season. Oh, like, I live in leggings. Yeah, yeah, totally. Your shirt is this cute little button down. It's like a formal shirt. You've got like the grayish taupe collar on it, but it's sheer. It is a sheer tuxedo jacket. Okay, there we go. Your necklace is a pearl tie. Necktie, yep. Yep, pearl necktie. You did accessorate... Oh no, accessorize. <laughs> I accessorated? I will murder you. That offer is still on the table. You accessorized with a skull earring, because uh -huh. you're a Death Eater, we know that. Yes. And a lovely blue topaz ring, and your gorgeous, gorgeous, is that, would you call it your engagement ring or your wedding band? I guess both. it's my engagement ring. Well, okay. it's both, really. It's both, okay. Yeah. So it's a blue sapphire, correct? Yes. Okay. And what are, what's uh, the metal and the other stones? Uh, so it's... White gold mm -hmm. um, that's been oxidized to look like grapevines or tree roots. Yes. Um, and then, so it's a center blue sapphire. Mm -hmm. And then I've got two smaller blue sapphires and then four green sapphires. It's gorgeous. It's lovely. And this was from Fact Checker. Yeah. Who did it he designed excellent. it. I know he did. I heard about it when he was doing it. It was so hard for oh me Oh my God, did you, you really? Yes, I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh -huh. You're a good secret keeper. Oh, sometimes when I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we were not drinking a whole lot together during that period. So That's true. Well, you didn't describe my ring, which is not the same as yours or as good, but it's still fun. It's there. <laughs> I love that dismissive optimism. It's there. It's your class ring from college, um, which is. I don't know if you want me to reveal that. You can reveal that. Okay, yes. so you went to Agnes Scott because you're did. a lesbian. Yep, true. All true. Tracks. It is a black onyx. Which I think is super cool. And that's very super, witchy in its own witchy. way, too. It is a yeah. very witchy mm -hmm. ring. And it's white gold. And it's been the same design for like 90 years. That's super cool. So it's I actually cool. really yeah. love your class ring. I, I was just kidding too. when I was dismissing it. It's very pretty. I think it's like a dope ring. Like I wouldn't it's, wear... Yeah. It's not like a generic class ring at all. No. It's very much like I would wear that yeah. as a badge of honor. Oh, it yeah. almost feels like one of those signet rings that you make a seal yes. with, you know? Oh, I would totally make a seal yeah. out of this. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about our Hogwarts house. We're talking about classes. Yes. Okay. So <sighs> here's the deal. Okay. We have both done our Pottermore, like official Pottermore quizzes. We have. We have. And we have our results for that. We've mm -hmm. also done BuzzFeed quizzes and shit like that. Of course. And then. Uh, how else are you going to spend the time? Yeah. And then one of the people from that Facebook group that I was talking about introduced me to this other quiz where it divides mm -hmm. you into your primary and your secondary house. Mm-hmm. Your primary house, this is apparently Belchie wine too. It's definitely still not I'm not, not having us. that problem. Well, okay. <laughs> I think it's you. <laughs> anyway, it divides you up into your houses, uh, primary and secondary. Okay. Your primary house is basically who you are. And then the secondary house is more your like motivations, like why you okay. do what you do. So I will let you share your information first because I'm generous. I would prefer that you did yours. Okay. Well, according to Pottermore, I am a Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. According to most BuzzFeed quizzes, 
which are very accurate. Yes, obviously. I'm still a Ravenclaw with some Hufflepuff and some Gryffindor tendencies. Mm -hmm. According to this quiz that you just made me do, I'm a primary Hufflepuff and a secondary Hufflepuff. Which did surprise me because people don't normally get the same house for yeah, their I don't, primary and their secondary. I'm not, I've got issues. I don't I think don't, that's correct. Okay, well, but here's the deal. <laughs> I don't like that you say that because I told you I see you as having you see a lot me of... as a Hufflepuff. I do, and I think that that's a wonderful thing. Like, Hufflepuffs always get such a bad rap. I think there's do, two houses unless, that get really bad raps, yes. and Hufflepuff is one of them. Mm-hmm. And Hufflepuffs are the best. They're like so the their, fucking their best So their qualities people. are known as like being loyal, being really empathetic and understanding. And the, down to earth. Right. And, I think yeah. they get the bad stereotype of being like dumb or weak simple, or chill, yeah. simple and effectual, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. I think that Hufflepuff is, it embodies this loving, heart-driven goodness. Thank you. Like, I will take all of that. Thanks. Yeah. And I see you with a lot of those tendencies. I think I have some of those tendencies. I think I'm a little too mean to really be a a true Hufflepuff. I could see that. And that's why I told you what I thought your secondary house would be. I know. And okay. So let me just preface this by, on our podcast, I can be very mean to differ. I've not noticed. And I take delight in that. I view that as my Ravenclaw tendencies because I like to be right and to prove that I am right and it's smart. It's very true. Topher interprets that as my Slytherin tendencies <laughs> <laughs> and delighting in the pain of others. So should I sure. Should I reveal mine? Yes. Okay. So according to Pottermore, mm-hmm. I am a Slytherin, mm-hmm. which tracks. Yes. I think anybody who knows you knows that you are a Slytherin. Yeah. According to- 100%. Every BuzzFeed quiz I've ever yes. taken, I am a Slytherin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. according to this test that we took together, mm-hmm. I am a primary Slytherin mm-hmm. and a secondary Slytherin. <laughs> so we got the same thing, just in different ways. And what's you know so what? funny is that like... Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> what's so funny is that your test took so much longer than mine. Mm-hmm. Like, you had questions. I It never even took me down that road. Mine... It was just, nope, this is what you are. Topher, this I have a question is who you for are. You. Did we take the same test? Or we did. did. You, did you just take like the sociopath test? <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> I just defended Hufflepuffs and now we're going to go into Slytherins. We are not sociopaths. Not That's all not, of us. Not, not all men. Just most men are sociopaths. That's what Topher's saying. So Not wrong. Slytherins, they're they're cunning, they're ambitious, all of that. Here's the deal. It's not that I don't have a moral compass. It's that... (laughs) It's not that I don't know right from wrong. It's it's just I don't care. I No, it's not that at all. I am fierce about what I believe to be right. It's just that my right is not always... Yours. My right just involves murder from time to time. Here's what it comes down to. I don't think that we should be holding on to certain social mores that are just traditional for the sake of it. I think that we should be Mm. questioning, examining, and then deciding what is right from there. For instance. That's very Ravenclaw view. 
just because a family mm-hmm. member is your blood relative okay. does not mean that you hold any loyalty to them whatsoever. True. 100%. Like, if they're fucked up people, they're fucked up people. True. And I had that realization recently, which we won't mm-hmm. go into, but what are reasons that you would cut people off? And I've been having to kind of deal with that with my own family yeah. recently. And I realized there's a lot of reasons for this. However, one of them that I should have done a long time ago, do I have any friends who are transphobic or homophobic? No. Not at all. So why would I keep a family member? Why would in I keep a family? Yeah, like exactly. That. Why would I keep an author in my life? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's a very Slytherin. That's a positive Slytherin trait to have, and and that's something that I, other I houses that, yeah. can kind of look at and rely on. And I think that's one of the important things about the houses is realizing that you don't exist in a vacuum. Correct. And I say like, I will take a little bit of an issue with how the houses were portrayed in the series, both the books and films, because it was very much made out to be like Slytherin's the bad guy. Yes. And I don't, and Hufflepuff is just kind of there. Yeah. And Ravenclaw, they're the smart ones. But I think that everybody everybody cools in Gryffindor like, that's fucking bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. They're like the the fucking like varsity football and cheerleading team. Exactly. Yeah. Versus, like, Ravenclaw's the nerds, <gasps> and then... Slytherin's the bully. I guess. And, like, Hufflepuff is the weird kid who sits in the corner. I don't know. Or, like, the art nerds or something. But are they? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's my point. <laughs> I just I think, pissed everybody off again. I think that in order to have a balanced social life basically you have to have like people who are close to you that are from all of the different houses and i think it was portrayed as overly simplified from what like the actual well i'm sorry for me to say actual but like what these houses could truly represent from what historically they really are if we look in history but from a scientific point of view genetically i oh no no getting genetics nope that's the that's why i'm a that's serious that's why you're still (laughs) learning yeah bud sorry so fact checker turned out to be a Gryffindor. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. been very disappointed yeah. about that for many years. I can see that. He's bold. He'll rush into a situation. Also. He's got the hair and mane of a lion. That's very true. <laughs> can we talk about how mad I am about his Patronus? Yes, because I really wanted to get to this. So tell everybody what your Patronus was. Okay, so mine is a brown bear. Mine which... was a horse. Which, You're a horse girl. Oh, no. Shut up. Well, you're a bear. Your name is Leslie and you're a horse girl. Why have to be called Leslie? (laughs) My apologies to any Leslie's out there. We love you. You're probably a horse girl. (laughs) Can we call this like Leslie is a horse girl? I don't think that's going to get a lot of listens. Probably not. No. It's too Um, obscure. Here's the thing. I think that our Patronuses are actually they're fine. They're, fi- They're fine. Fine is They're the fine. best word we can use. A brown bear. I mean, a bear is basically a forest puppy. And oh, I, yeah, I like how you're justifying this. I do love my big dogs. You know that. A horse is basically a puppy with hooves. <laughs> <laughs> Who loves sugar lumps and carrots. I mean, my dogs love those things, so. Mine did too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, and here's the other thing that really pisses me off mm-hmm. is that, you know, we're super into this and we're like so excited to find out what our Patronuses are. I put a lot of time and effort into yeah. doing this. Exactly. In a quiet space with no distractions. Exactly. And then fucking <laughs> Fact Checker only does it because I forced him to and he does uh-huh. not even care. And do you know what he got? Tell. A motherfucking Thestral is his Patronus. The coolest thing in the world. The fucking coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And like, if anything suits You're my personality. A death Pegasus is what you Yes. What the fuck? That's me. That's my life. He took my life. He stole it. Also, Death Pegasus is going to be the name of our hardcore band. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. 
Nobody else can take that. No, we trademarked it. Yeah, and our fans can be called the Thestrals or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Do we know how to play instruments and sing? Not really. Yes. Not really. Yes. Can we put on a show? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I took two years of classical voice. Well, I was in chorus in middle school, so what? So it sounds like we're <laughs> highly qualified. <laughs> Apparently, this is a rockapella group. Oh, no. Which, we as we know, is everyone's favorite genre of music. Well, yeah. Oh, we've God. Learned. And okay. we're, we're like rockapella without even having the academic backing for anything. I know. That's the only reason that. I think so. Maybe we're a little more Gryffindor than we thought. Just we go into a situation with just blind confidence. Okay. Well, mine's not really blind. Like, I know that I'm super talented and better than everybody else. So You are very talented. And you do have a superiority complex. I just forced him into cheersing. <laughs> All right. Let's finish this glass. Uh, well, let's not chug the wine. I'm not chugging we have, it. We, we have plenty. It's going to be fine. Okay. What else do you want to talk to me about with Harry Potter? All right. So what is your favorite Harry Potter book or movie or both? Goblet of Fire is my favorite movie. Okay. Because you love Robert Pattinson. Oh, no. He was hot. He was. He's not my type. But. I was more of a crumb. A Victor Crumb. Okay. Yeah. Crumb. 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 Mm -hmm. Victor Crumb. I was You like them dark. I like them dark, swarthy, and built. And built? Built. I will say Have that, you seen him recently, by the way? Yeah, he looks good. Whew. Yeah. I will say that Robert Pattinson looks way better in Harry Potter than in Twilight. Well, because he's not like anemic and shit. I'm like, I you're know. a vampire. Drink more blood. But Clearly you need like, some iron pills. But him is Cedric Diggory, like chef's kiss, like you look good, kid. Yeah. Well, Twilight. also, though, when I when I saw that movie, I was probably like, you also know that I don't like anybody younger than me. Mm-hmm. So. You do have that, that issue. I don't like people also who have a similar body type to me. I need to be the only person like this in the, the world. The nymph-like yes. beauty. Lithe, yeah. nymph-like. Felt. What was, there was some word that I found the other day. I can't remember now, so that was a pointless comment to make. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so you So like, I'm not Ravenclaw. <laughs> so you like Goblet of Fire. I love Goblet of Fire as a movie. As a book, I really enjoy it too. I don't know, it'd be really hard to choose my favorite book i really like later on in the series what's the one after order of the phoenix sorry i'm drinking and i'm blanking right now half-blood prince i liked half-blood prince i like that too i I really do like that for the oh and prisoner of azkaban was really fun prisoner of azkaban was good too yeah i will say goblet of fire i like as a movie even though people take issue with all right so let's talk about the cast a little bit richard harris played dumbledore originally he died and he died michael gambon took over and people have a lot of issue with his portrayal of dumbledore oh really especially well especially goblet of fire with like did you put your name oh i see memes about that all the time yeah because in the book he says it calmly but then in the movie movie, he's like i don't think that's an issue with an actor i think that's more of an issue with the director i would always put that down to an issue with the director because if it made it into the final film then that's how that actor was because directed to say it because we know that yeah. actors do so many different takes and the director yeah. will push them to do a certain style I, or tone for a take i also would like to defend that actor and honestly yeah i guess the director by going back to the point that this was a movie and not a mini series and so we did not have the nuance happening Throughout this to have that relationship with Dumbledore, where saying it calmly would make sense. If he were to say it calmly in the film, it would have been more accurate to the book. However, it wouldn't have impelled the story at all. Right. And I think that's a valid thing. So, like, I take a little... I disagree with that criticism. Like, I take issue with that. I really do like Michael Gambon as Dumbledore. I I think he did a better job than Richard Harris. 
sorry to Richard Harris fans out there, I guess. I don't know. They were, they were two very to different our 80 year old fans, I guess. Yeah, different I have to takes. Call, I love Richard Harris, but you know, I, I love do, old movies. So I know like I'm, I do like Richard Harris. I just think, and again, that could be down to the director, like what they yeah. included didn't, but I think his portrayal of Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Oh, fuck. Dumbledore. 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 Did you put your name into Gerbler de Fur? Gerbler de Fur. Oh, no. <laughs> You have to talk like this for the rest of the podcast now. Herker. You committed. Schrodinger. Oh, no. You kind of like I'm going into Swedish chef territory. Burner beer. We're going to get sued by like Warner Brothers and Jen Henson. Oh, slash well, Disney. good luck with that. Have fun We've with We've my... got no money. <laughs> so good luck. It'll be more like a season desist. Yes. No, but I really love Half-Blood Prince, the movie, because I love those scenes between Dumbledore and Harry. Yeah. And people criticize the kids acting, and I think there's there's something to that. They're fucking kids. But I think they got better as the series went on, obviously, yeah. got more practice. And I think Daniel Radcliffe and Michael Gambon had a really good connection between like that student yeah. teacher, your mentor, your mentee kind of dynamic. Yeah. I think that played out so well, especially that scene where they're in the cave. Do you remember that from the film? Oh, with the, um, the, or the Inferni? They're, they're, yeah, the in, Inferni, Inferni. Oh God, yeah. don't come for us. Don't come for us. We've had some wine. And, and also this is one of those things where it's, you read words, but you've never heard them pronounced. And too, like Tover and I have, we're familiar enough with the series that we did not write down every single little bit of minutia. That goes with it because we're like, we know it. And now maybe the wine is testing that for us. Listen, y'all are drinking along at home, so you understand. You, you get, get it. You, you get, get it. I know that you're screaming into your phone, correcting us right now. We can't hear you, though. But you can send us a voicemail? Can no. Can you? No? Okay. Nope. Topher said no. You can well, send us a howler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Send us a howler at truecrimesagainstwine at gmail.com. So we will it, play it on the air. We we probably will if it's funny. If it's bad, you shot your shot and you didn't make it. So, okay. <laughs> what, like a subway masturbator? No. <laughs> You've never heard the phrase like shoot your shot? Like you try for something and it just doesn't work? Not in a non-sexual way. I have not ever heard It's more that. like a basketball way. You like how I do basketball? I love your international <laughs> sign for basketball, which is also check out my fierce nails. I'm a cat person per. Because you know I'm such an athlete. <laughs> So neither I'm seeing of us, why you did not make the WNBA draft. That was the only reason. <laughs> As a side note, completely unrelated. I tried out for the volleyball team in high school. I How worked. Did that go? I worked really hard. I practiced every day the whole summer. It was a brand new team, so they had no one. Right? There's their bar was very low. Mm-hmm. I did not make it. Oh no! Not on like the JV or varsity. <laughs> They're just like no thanks. They're like no. In fairness, that was the right call. But they did offer you the position Nothing. of mascot. So then I decided. You got to dress up in the beaver costume. No, then I was like, fine, sports don't want me. I'll get into the theater. The theater. And that's why I did sound tech for theater. Sound tech is like, this tracks. So it makes sense now. Yep. Rachel's tragic villain backstory makes sense. But I also love how when you got into theater, you weren't even into like the acting. Oh, I did, not, I did not want to be on stage. I was not confident enough to be on stage at that point. I was like, I will move a button around. You couldn't have pretended that the stage was your basketball court or your volleyball court? I didn't even know what the court? buttons did. I just moved them up and down as I saw fit, and it worked somehow. I managed sound for the 2000 Taylor County Junior Miss Competition. Ooh. 
What's a junior I mess? Was, it's a scholarship program, not a pageant. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you compete? And you did the sound? <laughs> All at the same time. That was my talent. <laughs> no. Somebody in our church was, our cult was a, uh, mm-hmm. the coordinator for it or something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was held at the local high school. And I, yeah, they got me to do the sound for some reason. I don't know why. I was 13 years old. Who and knows? I kept getting yelled at because I would say things into the mic when I got bored. Okay, so if you had to be a part of Quidditch, would you be a player, mm. a spectator, or the person narrating? The, the announcer. Na- narr- <laughs> <laughs> the announcer is what the I meant. I knew that. <laughs> like it's fucking Richard Attenborough. Oh my God, yes, yes. Can we petition to have Richard Attenborough re-narrate those scenes yes, in the film? they have to be in slow motion, though. <laughs> okay, show me your best... Show me. I'm not... No, Richard I'm not Attenborough? doing that. I'm not doing Topher, my best... you're Richard. such a bummer. I say that, and you know I will not try. I'm surprised our British accents haven't come out yet. The lonely seeker flies high into the air, surrounded by... What are they called? Bruisers? <laughs> what? The ones that like ledgers. ledgers. You almost hit me, by the way. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just thinking about like you have to compare them to birds, right? That's how he would do it. Is that how? There's some kind of like mating call. I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Tell us. I would watch that though. Oh fuck yeah, I would watch that. Okay, so what would I be in Quidditch? Yes. First of all, I'm not a player. Okay, so not a player, a spectator, or the announcer. I don't enjoy watching either. So what would you do? I guess I would be a seeker because at least then I get to go off and I don't have to be a coordinated part of a team. I okay. can just be like, oh, no, I didn't you get it again. You wouldn't want to hit people? You wouldn't want to be one of the bludgers? I would, but the thing is you you really are <laughs> overestimating my athletic prowess to be able to do that, look good doing it, okay. and then also actually be effective at it. Okay. So, like, it's a no-win situation okay. for me. I'm going to look stupid as fuck. Too many things. Yeah. Okay. Plus, also... Can we just talk about the fact that those brooms do not have seats on them? You are full on. You are riding. You're going to get some These burns. pubescent boys are straddling full like split balls on these wooden broomsticks. Do you broom think they fit their balls to one side? I would hope that they do. But you're also like leaning so much that it's going to end up like, like. the Quidditch training? I assume that maybe there's some sort of like athletic wear that we don't know about that they're having to wear. Some for magical this, like a Quidditch cup. <laughs> Oh my god, is that what the Quidditch Cup is? Somebody Google it and send her for pictures. <laughs> when they say you won the Quidditch Cup. Oh god, oh no. Oh no. This is a series for children. <laughs> no. I mean, I there's a market a, for anything. I'd be a spectator. I cannot I would do go it. to it with you, but we would be tailgating. We'd be like bringing our, our butterbeer with us and drinking we would it out not of be, Yeah, we would, we would not be keeping track of what was going on. Mm-hmm. When other people cheered, we'd be like, oh yeah, woo. This is very rich wine, by the way. Ooh, it's like difficult this. for me to drink a lot of. Oh, really? It's just I'm so rich. That problem. I see that. <laughs> and I did pour a little bit more generously for us, which explains a lot about where this <laughs> is going right now. The giggliness of this. All right, well, let's finish this and we'll move on to our third. You keep saying that and I'm not chugging it. You will. God damn it, Rachel. Did you really? You know, I will live to a challenge. All right, so let's talk about. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Topher had a moment. I got creamy butter all down my face. Don't don't even start. It's like down my chin. So Topher just brought in a prop of melted butter just to make that joke. (laughs) And it was really weird and involved. 
I have some stories about that, but that's not this is not the medium for it. <sighs> okay. So I will say, I did work at the movie theater in, in at, high school. At the, the, the movie theater. The exclusive movie theater. I worked at AMC when Harry Potter we were, mo- <laughs> <laughs> movies. I meant the word movies. <laughs> say that again. Harry Potter movies. I did say What's movies. What's with feeling? Harry Potter movies. <laughs> came out and there I wasn't there for like any of the premieres and stuff thank god because that would have been the premieres you mean just the first night that it's yes okay yeah. this isn't the fucking um, like... I'm sorry you don't know the lingo from the <laughs> movie theater business <laughs> was there a red carpet for these premieres Obviously. did Daniel Radcliffe show up of course what else would you expect over I guess you were at the theater I was at the theater no, but there were definitely people who came in in costume to watch mm. the films. As they did with, like, the Star Wars stuff. And- oh, I remember, I think the first time I ever encountered that was going to the opening night of, I believe it was the last, I'm almost done. You're a lush. It was the last night That's of That's your problem, the, not mine. Uh, the last night. It was the first night of the last Lord of the Rings movie. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And people came in elf garb and hobbit garb and dwarf garb and Aragorn garb. I totally thought you said garp for a second. Garp. Like the trail mix. <laughs> gorp? Oh, that's gorp. That's gorp. <laughs> oh, we're t- all wrong. At the time, I remember being mean about it. Like, I didn't say anything to them, but I was chuckling mm-hmm. to myself and making fun of them Did in my head. Did you point? No, I didn't And make point. snide comments to your friends? Well, yes, I did that. Did yeah. you give them wedgies? No. Uh, you didn't bully them? I did not overtly bully them. Overtly. No, however, since then I've realized that I'm a huge nerd myself. And uh-huh. so like that was really out of line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, innocent people who are just enjoying what you really love. And- Look, live your life. Enjoy it. Do what you think. Don't worry about what Topher's going to say. Yeah, absolutely. He I won't. mean, you should worry about what I'm going to say now because I've turned into a very wise person. <laughs> Topher will murder me now. Just keep in mind who has control over the wine right now. (sighs) Fine. I'm so sorry, Topher. Please accept my sincerest apologies for my past behavior. Yeah, I totally feel like you mean If you were hurt by my actions, I am deeply sorry. (laughs) Ow! Topher threw a little foil of a cap. It didn't hurt, but I pretended to. All right, so we're trying this next wine. All right, our third one. Which is called... Bacchus and Ooh. yes and yes I might have gotten it just because of the name because you the know the label I'm, is really cute too it's so cute it's like I am a sucker for botanical themes and I know that's very basic white girl of me but I do like no it. I'm the same way and you know okay. I'm a plant nerd which we'll get into in a second sure but I don't really know what this is depicting is that a peony no no a flower is it a flower I thought it was yes, a fruit it's a flower oh okay I was right all along I, I don't know I, thought you were the, I don't fucking know. I thought you were the plant narrative. All right, so if you, so we introduced you. Oh, man, I really found my page. That bugs me. God damn mm-hmm. it, Rachel. So we introduced you as the new professor of potions because clearly you understand wines. I understand wines. I am into botanicals mm-hmm. and shit like that. That is generous pour That wine. was a full glass. We're going to be really drunk by the end of this. This is, like, we started off with a half glass and that went away by the second round. Whoopsies! So, would you pick herbology as your second, your secondary subject? 
Because we mm, know, look. Yeah, probably. It's so, a hard time for schools. They're they're got you know they're making teachers work extra. So you've got to teach two subjects: so potions yeah. and herbology. I would, I would do yeah. I would probably do both. Those are also well. If there were three classes, oh, let's talk about classes. Okay. What what you would want to take if you were going to Hogwarts? Okay. Like what would be your? I should would, we talk about the wine first? I'm okay. getting very distracted okay. right now. Okay, let's talk about this the wine. This is a again. mess. Also, I think I poured more wine for you, but that's okay because you're drinking it faster. That's fair. All right. This wine is called Bacchus. Yes. Bacchus. Bacchus. All right. Austere smells. Um, so Bacchus Chardonnay 2019, California. Again, on the back it says, I sourced grapes from the best vineyards in California Who is for Bacchus. This I? David Gordon. Who are you, David Gordon? He's the wine director for Tribeca Grill, New York City. <laughs> Um, excuse me, David. And you signed your name like a pretentious dick. That is really pretentious. Who, also- who are you? You're from New York. You're going to California. I source the grapes. No, fuck off. This wine is not about you. It's about us. <laughs> so this is, we have reclaimed this wine. This is the people's wine. <laughs> okay. So what are we smelling? Okay. I'm getting... Still butter, but less butter than floral, the last one. Floral, oh, floral, notes. really? But I could be. No, I think by you're just. I think you're just doing that. I could. Yeah. <laughs> this is honestly my favorite labels. I think I'm biased to like this, but the back yeah. description made me hate this dude. It's very oaky still. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> butter. It tastes like a buttery apple pie. Butter apple pie. This is almost like a, a cross between the two that we had before. Yeah. And now this one comes in at, did I talk about the price for the last one? No. How much did. was that? So the last one that we did was like $16. Oh, okay. So about a little more than half the price mm-hmm. of the first one. Mm-hmm. This one comes in at $13. Okay. So still You're extremely affordable. Okay. And I'll publish all of these for you guys as well. How much did you say this one was? Thirteen. Okay, that's that's a very reasonable price. Or it might have been like thirteen eighty eight. Oh like come 14. on, thirteen dollars. Let's say. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and there it is. Excuse me. Not just me belching. Nope. Mm-hmm. So this one actually has that same like buttery, yeah, wonderfulness, but it's I like also it. the apple there is so present. It's like buttery apple cider, which I didn't know this, could be a delicious not, thing. It's not tart. No. This is more apple pie-ish. Yes, that's what but I was like, saying. Buttery right. apple pie. But without the cinnamon. Hmm. No, I mean, there's a little bit of cinnamon. Okay. Kind well. of cinnamon nutmeg. Yeah. And more of a vanilla flavor. Yeah, I would say one. vanilla for sure. Yeah. Do you remember when Coca-Cola had vanilla cherry Coke? Ooh, those were good. I loved those. Mm-hmm. I used to make Coke floats with them all the time. Oh, nice. You would put them in the, the can in the freezer for like mm-hmm. 45 minutes and it would get slushy. And okay. then you'd pour that over your vanilla ice cream. Pro mm-hmm. tip, amazing. Right. I love it. Now I kind of want to put a vanilla ice cream scoop in this wine. <laughs> we can do that later. But no, actually, no. Oh my God. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like apple pie a la mode. Ooh. That's what this is. Okay. I'm going to put that. So maybe not necessarily full on butter beer like the last one was. No, yeah. But if you would like to drink apple pie a la mode, yes. Bacchus wine is the wine for you. This is really and forget about David Gregory Gordon, whatever his name was. We don't need to worry about him. <laughs> okay. That label irritated me. I'm sorry. 
You feel very strongly. I didn't even get through the whole thing. I get irrationally angry when I sense pretentiousness that it's unfounded. And is not us. Yeah, that's true. We're founded pretentiousness. <laughs> we are founded on pretension. Okay, so let's talk about Harry Potter and pretension. So you um, would, what okay. classes, you would teach potions and herbology. What classes would you take? Would I take? Okay, so first of all, I mean, I would take anything that Hogwarts offered, mm. honestly. I, second of all, why do the kids complain about doing their work? I'm sorry, you are magic. You go to magic school. Yeah. Fucking do your job do and your learn job. shit. Yeah. You can wave your wand and make something appear or disappear. That's fucking cool. Also, learn something. I'm dorks. somebody who actually really loves schoolwork. You do. Like, I love do you homework. get like competitive about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 When my therapist gives me homework, <laughs> I'm just like, I will fucking crush this. this homework. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm not so much a Ravenclaw because I do not enjoy doing. Homework, but I enjoy really? being right very much. Well, you so. do, yeah. I, think. I like just knowing things. I don't really have to work for it. Mm. Oh, you don't enjoy learning? No, I do, but I'm a lazy person at oh. my core. I'm a lazy person, but I really enjoy doing the things that I enjoy. So I want to hear something like, okay, I completely understand all about that and have like the depth of knowledge to it. Right. But I don't want to have to like do the work. Yeah. If it's a subject I don't understand, I'm not going to try. So potions is out. We know how I did in chemistry. Not okay. great. Well, so that's the thing. Is that's I've, out. I am not a scientific person. Correct. I have never taken chemistry. Okay. Biology was done in, well, I was in the cult. I okay. was homeschooled in the cult doing biology. Right. So Humans and dinosaurs exist at the same time. Flintstones is a documentary. We got it. Go. I mean, briefly. Yes. Yeah. And then they died in the flood. Of course, and God started all over. Yeah, and then there's men and there's women, and that's it. Right, of yeah. course. Biology yeah. 101. Right. Done. Yeah. Done. So clearly I am not the person to be talking about science. There's a fucking fruit fly in here. I got it. <laughs> there's no fruit fly. <laughs> He's hallucinating. <laughs> so this is mushroom wine. Um, <laughs> oh, no. We still have one more to do. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, if I were going to Hogwarts, mm -hmm. I would want to take all of the courses. Like, but you can only take three. Ooh, That's what your three? course load will allow. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Go. Okay. So definitely herbology. Okay. okay. And Madame Sprout and me would be like. Madame Sprout, ugh. she does not get the love she deserves. She does not. You are an earth goddess and you know it, Madame Sprout. Yes, I'm all into the earth goddess thing. Mm -hmm. I would also probably want to do defense against the dark arts. Okay. Or dark arts. Well, that's not a course that's offered that's okay. more just a surfing the dark arts web okay. and <laughs> man you know I love, you know i love history and okay. i always, it always bugged me when they would complain about their history class which was taught by a motherfucking ghost well in fairness he was a boring ghost i've I mean, had some boring professors yeah i have too and i have true. kind of like nodded off in class that's yeah. my that's my shame yeah. as a student in college I would also really enjoy Professor Trelawney's classes. She's that professor. But and you would troll her, though. Oh, yeah. No, I was yeah. about to say, you yeah. had those classes, too, where it's yeah. just like you took this easy class and you could just troll this person the entire time. Yes. Um, That's the meanness in both of us coming out. And also just like, I want to keep my A, but mm -hmm. and this is an easy way to do it, but also I should be having fun because mm -hmm. like I'm paying for this course. No, Hogwarts students don't pay. Hogwarts is free. I also didn't pay because I had scholarships. <laughs> But Did like you, somebody's paying for it, you, so I may as well enjoy it. worked it off in other ways. Oh no. Oh man, I had a yeah. Well, no, that mm. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, no. Is that a story for off mic? That's that. Well, I mean, it's just not a story for this. Okay. So I would say herbology. Okay. Dark arts. Dark arts. Mm-hmm. Maybe divination. Trelawney or no? I don't know. I don't... I mean, I would want to take that at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in charms. See, I was going to say charms. I would definitely take charms with Flitwick. Yeah. As I think that that is underplayed in the books. It I, is. W- I would like to know more about that. Flitwick sounds like a fascinating like, person. And I think that's, like, super useful for, like, day-to-day yes, life, Yes, 100%. Also, 100% transfiguration. T- well, here's my deal. I love McGonagall. I don't think transfiguration is my thing. Really? You wouldn't love to be able to turn your dog into a wine goblet? I don't want to drink my dog, Topher. You wouldn't be drinking your dog. You'd be drinking out of your dog. Oh, that's better. No, thank you. (laughs) And you are not allowed to see my dogs anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, I just don't think transfiguration is my thing. I would take charms, for sure. Yeah. Defense against the dark arts. Also, charms is a very misleading name when you think about it. Right. Because you think it's going to be just... Fun. Yeah, like, oh, I turned your... Rags into a ball gown, and that's not what charms is. It's not all Cinderella. Charms actually can be, Come like, on. kind of defensive, too. Like Right. So I think charms, like, there's so much that goes like into you it. You can make a security system for your house out of Precisely. charms. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd do that, and I would do Defense Against the Dark Arts and History of Magic. Just because I'd want to know what goes into magic. As a muggle person, we know. You'd right. want You'd want to know what you're getting into. Or as the they say in the U.S., a... What is it? No match? Non match? Non match, yeah. No match. No match, yeah. Which, no like, match, yeah. Eh. she could have done better. She, well, we know she could do better in a lot of ways. That's the least of them. But yeah, potions is out. Like, there's no way I'm passing that class. That's not happening. I would do well with potions, I think, because you'd at least get interesting and useful results versus. I, I wouldn't. You would. I would not. I would. You would. Why do you say that versus you? Because you have a... (laughs) It's about to compliment and he just belches in the depths of his belly. I mean... (laughs) Because you have, I think, more appreciation for, like, subtlety in things, and I do not. I am kind of like, I'm going to wing it, but be very Mm. forceful about my opinions. Yeah, well, that's the Gryffindor coming out in you. God damn it, I'm not a fucking Gryffindor, man. But you got some Gryffindor tendencies is all I'm saying. Okay, fine. Okay, so if you had to break down for yourself, no quizzes, no nothing, what would your houses be like in order? (sighs) Okay, the Ravenclaw stuff, like I really do love learning. Yeah. And I like learning new things and like that aspect of curiosity and intelligence really appeals to me. And I think fulfills a lot of what I identify as like Mm -hmm. who I am as a core as a person. Right. Gryffindor, I'm not brave. Okay. I'm not. Like, I am I know that's not who I am. Like, I'm non-confrontational despite how I am with you. <laughs> right. Because you're in a safe place. That's right. Um, I am not poisoned this wine. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> Hufflepuff. Well, okay. My Hufflepuff tendencies, I do really value the people I love and I'm close to. I will go to bat yeah. for you. And, like, you're and my friends. And I'm loyal. And, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I like my home and, like, my close little circle. Slytherin, I'm just not. I really don't. Really? I really don't see that in me. Despite my love of murder, <laughs> that's more of a curiosity, as I've said. That's a Ravenclaw. Can... You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Hmm, Maybe we can how, go either way. Yeah. How did you murder? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? I definitely think that I'm a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, through and through. Yeah. Which, again, does not make me a bad person. Mm-hmm. I just 
I have a very clinical way of looking at things mm-hmm. a lot of times that that's, that's where I derive my comfort. If, if I can just look at something, dissect it and make it so that it's not an emotional decision, mm-hmm. that is what's going to bring me the most comfort. I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I value that kind of thing and that skill. Okay. I would say after that, probably Ravenclaw, because I really do love learning and soaking up knowledge. Mm-hmm. I really also enjoy knowing other people's secrets. And then that's a Slytherin thing, dude. That brings me back to Slytherin. Um, <laughs> I will use them against you I, to get ahead. Well, you not, know. No, I wouldn't use that. Well, yes, maybe. you would. Yes. I, in a certain situation, I might, but mostly I'm going to use your secrets against you when you're a fucking asshole and be like, bitch. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And then I would say after that, probably Hufflepuff mm. because I really do enjoy that nesting. You do. Yeah. And, I, and I love plants and nurturing plants. Mm-hmm. And I also love nurturing animals. On the other hand, you really do love your poisons. And you've talked about how you would like a poison garden. So it's that's a very Slytherin all tied together. combo of you. It's all tied together for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think Gryffindor is probably the lowest just because mm-hmm. I associate Gryffindor with being very brash. And yeah, I'm, I'm not a, like, not- let's charge into the situation. I'm, if I'm charging in, it's because I've already thought out the situation completely. And yeah. I know that I can win. I'm not taking risks here. <laughs> I say, like, with the Gryffindor stuff, a let's charge in mentality, I will apply if it's low stakes. Yes. Like, if I know if it won't happen, like, exactly. in, in a meaningful, I'm like, sure, what the fuck? Let's just do yeah. it. It's like if we're, like, playing games or, like, betting or, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, not worth real money betting. Yeah, you are the dictionary definition of competitive. Nope. (laughs) Yep. I don't think I am, fact checker. How dare you? I'm competitive when I know there's a chance I could win. Let me say that. I will say the same thing. I will not compete at something I know I will lose at. I'm I'm not going to engage in debate if I am unsure of... My stance, my credentials, my sources, all Mm -hmm. of that. But if I know that I'm right, then bitch, I'm going to fucking engage in this needless debate and demolish you, you know? Okay, so let's engage you right now. Let's do our cross-examination. Oh, fuck. You brought it up, so let's do it. Okay, I'm going to ask you some Harry Potter trivia. Mm -hmm. And I know that some of our listeners probably have varying degrees of familiarity, love, hate, whatever with Harry Potter. You're probably much more knowledgeable about it than I am. You're probably much more sober than I am. Hopefully you're at the same level or not. I think I'm drunker than you are. Oh, I meant I'm speaking to my listeners right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I will remove myself. Yeah, thank you. I'm having a very tender, intimate moment. Wait, what did you say? I couldn't hear you, Tefra. Listeners, (laughs) I am but a humble potions professor and wine expert, and I would... Just really love for you to keep that appreciation in your minds while you listen to my answers to this and realize that it doesn't. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. All right, first question. They're going to hate me. So students at Hogwarts. At Hogwarts. At Hogwarts. Governor. I don't know why I turned into like. You're Dick- a wizard, Airy. Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. Oh, no. Porpins. Did you say Porpins? <laughs> Mary Porpoise is when they turn into dolphins. It's like a a play at SeaWorld. Why are my words so bad today? It can't be the wine. No, it cannot be. It's just my own stupidity. Yeah. Because I found out I wasn't really a Ravenclaw according to that damn quiz of yours. (laughs) It made me dumb. 
All right. So students at Hogwarts. Yes. Take classes. We know that. Yes. They also take exams. Yes. Yes. One of the exams they take is called the OWLs. Yes. True. Aha. I win. What does OWL stand for? No. (laughs) No. You tell me. I got this question right because I said true. It's an acronym. O. I know it's an acronym. I'm just helping you. Otherworldly lexicon studies. Oh, no. Drink. Ordinary wizarding levels. Topher's taking a moment to think about that. Yep. No, I got it. All right. I'm not going to ask you my other question, which was, remember when Hermione started a thing for the house elves? Yeah. Called SPEW? Y- Do you know what that stands for? Social protections. Mm-hmm. Elves okay. are wise. You're not too far off. I will say that's a win for you. Drake. Oh, okay. It's the Society for the Promotion of Elfish Welfare. Yeah. In my mind, I kept writing that down as Elfish Warfare. Warfare. Which is not the same thing. I mean, it should have been. They should have risen okay. up. On a side note, how much do you love Dobby? Love Dobby. Love Dobby. He's the, I legit cried when Dobby died. I know. And it makes me a little sad to think about it right now. I, oh my God, you're crying right now. I might. Dobby. They're fake tears. She doesn't care about the plight. The play? The plight. <laughs> the plight of elves. Also, a little problematic mm. on the writer's part to make like this whole group of creatures who are enslaved and like, but they like it. Mm-mm. That's not cool. Don't do that. So I will say that's one of the plot points that I was disappointed with by the end of the series because it when it first away. happened, it's like okay, bye. yeah, exactly. We're when done. it first We're happened, it was very smart, and I was like, oh, and I this think, is great. What a great allegory. And actually, like Hermione coming from the Muggle world and mm-hmm. going into this, being like, what the fuck, you guys? Why are you all cool with us? And I felt like you know Ron being the opposite of that and being mm-hmm. like, oh no, but this is just how things are, and they love it and whatever. Sure. It. It resonated with me because it's very much like what my old Southern family. Side note: Ron is a trash character. He is okay. (laughs) Tiffer disagrees. I know I don't. I just I haven't like I don't have an opinion about that. Ron's not not good. His family is great for the most part. His family is so great. Don't you want Molly Weasley to be your mom? Yes, I do. I want to. I want her to adopt me. Make me a sweater. Yes. I will live in your house. And I think that's one of the reasons, too, that I really enjoy the Weasley family is as the kind of disenfranchised ex-cult gay man, you know. How warm and welcome. Yes. I know. Harry was me anytime. Those scenes of, like, the Weasleys taking Harry in are all, like, some of the most touching scenes. Yes. Even in the first book where Mm -hmm. um, they get their Christmas presents and there's the sweater. Yes. I know. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. Let's get mean again. So in the first book. <laughs> Enough of this sappy shit. Don't make Rachel cry. Let's get mean. All right. So in the very first book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's or Sorcerer's Stone, if you're American, there is the mirror of Erised. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. What does Dumbledore see in that mirror? What does Dumbledore see? Because mm-hmm. he's surprised there. He's like, boo, what's up, Harry? And he's like, whoa, Dumbledore. Where'd you come from? Dumbledore sees. Mm-hmm. A pair of... Socks. Yes. Topher, you got it. What do you think he really saw? You're right, but drink. But what do you think he really saw? I think that he saw himself living a life in which he was able to be with his soulmate and partner. They were in love, and that partner had a... Was a genocidal maniac, so no. No. 
that partner had a fulfilling occupation in something else in the wizarding world. Oh, like that had a nothing rewritten to do. history. Yeah, I think that it was just yeah. it was a. I'm enjoying retirement right now with my partner. We're gardening. We have a cat, and you knit me socks. Adorable. I think okay, I'll give you credit for that. You can take a drink in celebration. Wow. So you can take a drink in celebration. How about that? I will. Thank you. So in the book, he said it was socks. Later on in interviews, the writer said that it was probably him seeing his whole family like happy and whole. Oh, yeah. Think, because his, I think his would sister incorporate, did die like, too. Grindelwald. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he would probably incorporate him into that as like part of my family. Like I have my partner with me and my, my brother and sister are here. My yeah. parents are here. Like everybody's cool. All right. Next question. Okay. In Quidditch, mm. how much is the snitch worth? Oh, fuck. It's worth the entire game. You win. It's 150 points. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> really? Yes, yes. So the game does end when someone catches the snitch, and the snitch is worth 150 points. Shit. Usually that means whoever gets it wins the game, but not always, because you can score if you th- get the quaffle through, like, one of the goals, and it's 10 points for that. Yeah. But it's hard to do that and not also get the snitch and win. Okay. All right, next question. Wait. Okay. I would like talk. to pause real quick. I... I feel like in both the books and the movies, mm-hmm. the Quidditch games could have been so great, but they were such a throwaway sort of thing. And Gryffindor always wins. Okay. Like, it's just a, oh, now we need to lighten the mood and make sure that they win something. Here's my issue. There are only three houses. Or four houses. I so. was like, wait, what? Sorry. Are you reading me. a different? I'm taking from Harry's point of view. Didn't you get that? So there are only four houses. So you, you play only three games. Per year. That's not really a season of sports. Is that how it works? I no. guess that is how it yeah, works. Yeah. Like, when I, you're, I like that's, kind of that's there not would be how like sports more... seasons work. Right? It's how they should work. Honestly, oh. if we could just please stop banging the mic, that'd be great. I felt things about that. <laughs> yeah. If we could just have our regular sports season work like Quidditch season, that'd be really wonderful you for me. You just play like, I can count them on one hand how many games there are and yeah. we're done. And then we're done. Honestly, like the cream of the crop would rise and like the rest would. Exactly. You're bad. Also, fandoms for sports teams mm. are the fucking worst. I'm going to say it here. Nerd fandoms, like literature and film fandoms. Amazing. My, the group that inspired this, mm-hmm. the kindest people ever. Sports yes. fandoms are the fucking worst. They're immature, just like children. Okay. Let me ask you this. Angry all the time. Do you think that our listeners are composed of more nerds or sports fans? Nerds. Okay. I don't think we've pissed anybody off here today. Yeah. With well, that, hopefully. With that. I'm sure we pissed you off with the other shit. But I stand by what I said. I agree. Either 100%. Way. All right. Next question. I'm still being brave. You are, oh, you little no. Gryffindor. No. No. All right. Hermione uh, came from a muggle family. You're going to have to say that again. Hermione. Mm-hmm. came from a muggle family. Perfect. One take Rachel, so they call me. <laughs> what did her parents do? They were dentists. Okay. You're right. Drink up. You're getting more than I thought. I'm almost done with my glass, and you've not even, like, gotten Okay, fine. Down. Whatever, Tover. All right. Who originally owned the Deathly Hallows? Who originally owned them? Mm-hmm. First ones. The Brothers. Okay. What's their name? Antioch. Okay, got one. Ichabod. Nope. Third one. Come on. Tristan. Okay, nope. What's their last name? 
the Griswolds. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're not Chevy Chase. So it is the Peveril brothers. It is Antioch, Cadmus, and Ignatus. Harry is supposedly a descendant of Ignatus who got the... The shroud, yeah. The shroud? The shroud, the The holy shroud. shroud. The shroud of Turin? (laughs) Yes. The invisibility cloak. Yes, Yes, there we go. The invisibility cloak, yeah. Okay, that's my cross-examination. Are you ready to discuss some fan theories? Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. You should drink some more, though. (laughs) Okay, you have another. Yeah, we still got another thing to go through. Done. Holy shit, girl. That was a bit much. That was a lot. You have, have, like, basically a full glass. I have regrets. I don't question that. Well. I don't think I will be drinking after we record today. Luckily for you. Oh, no. There's still one more. We're going on to the cheapest bottle, which is under $10. What's it called? It's called Menage a Trois. However, it is the Menage a Trois Gold. Ooh. Uh, The label says Rich Indulgent. Lavish. I don't care for that. It's kind of like luxury apartments. If you have to advertise that you're luxury apartments, you're not luxury apartments. Your luxury is that like you put in new carpet. Come on. Yeah. I also can't get the fucking foil off. (laughs) Fact checker, will you help? Oh, there it goes. Okay, it. Okay. I did it. It's shaking, but cannot help. Can you pour me a very small glass of this, please? His face says no, but his heart says no. Also. I'm sorry. Did you forget that you're... Sl- you're sl- <laughs> Were you going to say sluttering? Ooh. Costume idea. A sluttering. sluttering. Hell yeah. I'm a sexy snake. Here's <laughs> a snake with giant boobs and a butt. You should do that. As a side note, Topher really does not care for snakes, despite being a Slytherin. I have a very strong aversion for snakes. Okay, I don't think did I actually... Did you hurt broke. yourself? Oh, no, I did a little bit. Oh, no. But it's fine. It's not bad. It's not I have bleeding. Neosporin. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Oh, man. All right. Menage a trois. All right, so we're doing menage is this a trois gold. Is this the butterbeer from Beaubaton? <laughs> Beaubaton? Beaubaton? Oof. <laughs> That's not a good sign. When you smell a wine, you go, oof. Yeah. Honestly, this is, I think. It smells cheap. Yeah. This How is, much is this? This was $7. Oh, oh God. Mm-mm. Maybe eight, like seven and some change. Um, All right, eight and be, I'm generous with that. Be generous, yeah. yeah. More than this wine is being with us. <sighs> This is very much what cheap wine from this region oh, no. makes Mm-mm. us feel like. Okay. This is bad. Okay, so I'm going to taste I'm writing too. bad smell <laughs> and taste. Oh, yeah. Um, this is not butter beer. Honestly, apparently butter is the way to go with that. It's a little on the nose I mean, with the name, but they're not wrong. They're not wrong. And honestly, why would you not advertise if that's what you're doing? We'll talk about our favorites later on. I almost just don't. We could just pour this into our other glasses and not. We could. We don't have to drink this. We could just like pick our favorite wine okay, to go I'm, out on. This is unprecedented, but I'm saying no to this. Yeah, I'm going to say no to this too. Okay. It's really bad. All right. Let's pour it into this extra glass here. All right. Okay. And let's have some more butter. Do you want, so butter's the one that you want to Yeah, give? I like the butter the best. Okay. I'm going to give you some butter. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That- butter me up. So. Okay. That's good. Thank you. 
Bitch up will tell you when it's good. You will. You're a bossy wine man. I'm a bossy bottom. <laughs> I will take the true shard. Oh, you like the true shard? I have expensive tastes. Mm, it's a um, I will also say, Slytherin in you. I will say I really, really loved the Bacchus. Though. I do like the Bacchus too. It was a very good bridge between. I think the first three were really good in different ways, but yes. good. The last one was, I'm sorry, it was not good. No. And I've had wines well, at, at that point, that yeah. price point, that have been good wines. Like I've enjoyed them. Not the best, but I, I like them and they're drinkable. I actually had a Chardonnay last night, speaking of which, that was from Galilee Mm. in Israel. Mm. And it was phenomenal. And it was $6 at Trader Joe's. There you go. Yeah. This wine has left a mothball taste in my mouth. And I don't like that. God. I'm putting that in my notes. Where did my card go? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Before we get into Harry Potter fan theories, let's do Fuck, Mary Kill. Harry Potter character edition. That sounds fun. Okay, let's do um, professors. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill, professors. Okay. Am I supposed to do this? Yes. Oh, that's okay. Why, that's why, that's why pointed you pointed at me. At you. Gotcha. Okay, so. Sometimes Topher, I swear to God. Trelawney. Four. Sprout. Okay. Trelawney, Sprout. And um, Flitwick. Oh, for me, you're you're selecting for, for you. me. Okay, yeah. I would marry Flitwick, kill Trelawney, and fuck Sprout. Marry Flitwick, mm-hmm. kill Trelawney, mm-hmm. and fuck Sprout. Mm-hmm. That's actually right. Yeah, yeah. I would probably do the same. As much as I love Emma Thompson, I love me I some love Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. She did such a good job in that role too. I know, but like Trelawney as a person, I just no. I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's gotta go. too much drama and like yeah. chaos all the time. Sprout, she knows how to get dirty. Sprout. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm there. Flitwick, I think, would be a lovely life partner. I and think also he... extremely useful to yes. all of my. <laughs> I like that you rank your partners by use. <laughs> I'm a fucking Slytherin. I that's true. I but I I was gonna say I think he knows how to treat you right. Yeah. And he would be kind and loving for mm-hmm. you throughout your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Am I gonna pick my professors for you? Okay. Or Hogwarts employees. I'm not gonna choose Filch because we all know you'd kill. Him. I was about to say. Come all on right, now. Come on, Dumbledore. Okay. Snape. Okay. And McGonagall. I'm going to make it tough for you. No, that's not hard at all. Okay. That's super easy. Okay. Kill Dumbledore. (gasps) Fuck Snape. Yeah. Mary McGonagall. (laughs) Okay. McGonagall is the embodiment of just, she's got her shit together, steady, wise. She actually, like, really thinks things through and values the lives of other people and Mm -hmm. the students. Like, she is life partner material. Yes. She has 100%. Yeah. And we've all seen those delightful TikToks, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Love, love McGonagall. It. Snape. Mm-hmm. Dark, tortured, sexy, into some weird shit. Weird question. Do you think he's ever had sex? Because I don't. I don't think he has. I think he's an incel. I think that he, if he has, he has gone to, like, what's that really dark part of Diagon Alley? Hooker's Corner. <laughs> Which is just the fishing district. It's not like that's not indicative. There's a lot of fishing. Fish hooks. 
No, I, I know I, you're talking about it. I'm not getting the word in my brain yeah, right now. Yeah, me neither. We're okay. drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're very drunk. Go for it. But no, I, I feel like he'd be into some like really fun stuff and he would allow me to steer the ship as it were okay um, book snape or movies like alan rickman okay well first of all snape. if we're just saying movie snape then alan rickman 100 percent, i would fuck the shit out of alan rickman of course yes unparalleled <sighs> yeah done yeah dumbledore why are you gonna kill him because he doesn't value he dumbledore is so he's such a flawed character. Yes. He doesn't Which value is why I love his Dumbledore. students. I mean He's mm. selfish and I kinda like it. He's selfish and like but in a very sanctimonious way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like he's supposed to be right. And it's like, no, I think that you're just selfish and you want people to think that you're right. And okay. I'm not I'm not into that. The okay. Slytherin and the Ravenclaw and me are both just like, nope. You are basically a narcissistic Gryffindor, and I'm not here he, for this. He is. Dumbledore, I'm sorry, but you are a Slytherin in a Gryffindor's body. Yep. And you know it, sir. Yep. A wolf in sheep's clothing right there. Yep. All right. If you had to be a student at Hogwarts, which student would you be? Out of all the characters that were mm-hmm. introduced? Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean... I identify the most with Hermione, probably. Yeah. And I also feel like Hermione does have some Slytherin tendencies. I think that anybody who's intellectual does have Slytherin tendencies. That's you wanting to make Slytherins into Ravenclaws. It's not going to happen, but okay. I think that you mean Ravenclaws into Slytherins. Wrong. Okay. Which (laughs) just asserts my superiority. Okay. So you'd be Hermione. Um, you don't have to be one of the main three. Like, you can be some of the other characters, too. I also really kind of, in, like, a fantasy sort of way, mm-hmm. I would love to be Luna Lovegood. Luna. I think that she lives in a world where there's no she anxiety. She don't give a fuck. Yeah. She yeah. just is, like, existing mm-hmm. and is totally cool with whatever happens. And then yeah. she's like, I will. She's almost like a stoner where it's just like, I will just, like, she's take smart. whatever. Oh, she's super smart. I think smart. she is, like. Stoners could be smart. Like. Okay. Yes, that's true. I don't know why I was so dismissive of that. Um, yeah. Super judgmental, and I take that back. I think an ideal combination would be, like, Hermione and Luna. Yes. Like, combined. 100%. Like, Luna with her, like, whatever, man. Yeah. But Hermione's intelligence and drive, but without, mm-hmm. like, the judgmental parts, even though I'm very judgmental. But I think, like, Luna-Hermione combo would be, like, yeah. pieces. I would also really enjoy, I think, being Snape. <gasps> Because you want to fuck yourself. Well, I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, it's more because I think that he had so much wasted potential, and mm. I really do feel like he got hung up on this thing where if you had not done that, I would I would want to be Snape to like rewrite his life. Okay, you and want like to take a different trajectory. Path. Okay, yeah. so there is a fan theory because let's get into the theories that Dumbledore purposefully kept Snape away from the Defense of the Dark Arts position. I mean, that makes as sense. As a way to keep Snape alive until Harry was old enough to get that info from Snape about, like, his past and blah, 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 and, like, save the whole wizarding world. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that's a valid theory? I do feel like that's a valid theory. Okay. I think Snape is honestly better suited to potions than defense against the dark arts. I think that Snape doesn't need to be around children. He is not a good teacher. I he's, will say that. He's really terrible. 
I think he's wonderful as a protector in certain situations where he feels like this warrants protecting. He's very okay. I will say too, and like in the movie version, when in the Prisoner of Azkaban, when the kids are out in the woods and like Remus Lupin turns into the werewolf, he does Alan Rickman as Snape, of course, which is why I like Snape because it's Alan Rickman. Oh yeah. He, if it had been somebody else, I'd have no, probably have you, totally different feelings. You'd be like, Snape's a fucking dick. He can yeah. do I don't give a shit. Yeah. But I think all of us really got endeared to the character of Snape because of Alan Rickman's portrayal. And yeah. because we all say really are in love with Alan Rickman. It's fine. Alan Rickman was a fucking treasure. Is a I fucking treasure. Know. Why did he die? Oh, it, man. <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> now we've gotten into drunk existentialism. I know. It's not fair. <laughs> no, that was that was a celebrity death that really hit me. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. It really hit me. But in that movie, when he put the kids behind mm-hmm. him as a protective measure, I was like, okay, Snape, you're not so bad. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it, Snape. I get you. I will say, though, that, like, Snape is a complete dickhead, has no place around children whatsoever. He should not be in the classroom. No. He's that, like, professor who should be teaching, like, a grad school course. To have those kinds of high-level conversations with people. Yes. Because he does not have the patience to explain things to people who don't have that. I'm learning or I don't really care about the subject. I'm just kind of yeah. in here, you know. No, he's completely Machiavellian. and Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. How do you feel about the Snape as being totally redeemed at the end of the series with the, I was secretly in love with Lily Potter the whole time. I think that's bullshit. I think that mm-hmm. you basically you're showing some severe weakness on your own part for tethering yourself to this the entire time and and allowing it to poison your entire personality Mm. and actions and everything. Again, the way that you treated these children Mm -hmm. just because of a very personal past experience. Because of a childhood crush. Yeah, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think that Slytherins need to be redeemed a little bit is that Mm. like we don't do shit like that. That's... Oh, no? No, that doesn't... You don't hold on to a grudge forever? No. Tucker that doesn't does serve not us. do that? No, I don't do that. I do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. At a certain point, you then have to just say... stop sending me dead animals in the mail, Topher, and saying, you know what you did. Okay, first of all, I'm just proud of myself, and you know that I'm a little <laughs> kitty cat, and I want to show you my kills. <laughs> you would be a kitty cat. I would. Yeah, if you had a transfigure, would that be what you transfigured into? I think that it would be, because I do love knocking things off of surfaces. To see what happens. Yeah. Just to cause chaos. Yeah. You are chaotic. I'm also lawful evil, though. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, nobody said I couldn't. It's not in the rules. Smack. Yeah. But if it is in the rules, if I have deemed something as like, this is the right thing to do, I will stick by that. Mm -hmm. I'm not a hypocrite. At all. No, you're not. Not at all. All right, next Harry Potter or fan theory. One theory is that Azkaban was created not so much as a prison, but as a way of controlling the Dementors. Oh, well, then they did a fucking lousy job. I agree. I think that's a bad theory. (laughs) That's a really bad theory. I think like, oh, that's like an interesting idea. I don't think it holds up. Also, it falls apart. I, as somebody who experiences extreme anxiety, have tried dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. It does not actually help my anxiety. What? That's not the cure-all? No. So I will say like... I'm sorry, am I boring you? Well, I wasn't going to say it, but... Mm. It's just because I've had a lot of wine and it's hitting my body. <laughs> I do like the Dementors as a metaphor for depression. Like, mm. I think that's interesting. 
What I have a little bit of an issue with is why in the fuck would any sort of like wizarding government be like, we're going to torture our prisoners? Yeah. No. No. If people are guilty, you either let them live their life in prison to try to rehabilitate them and like release them back into the world or you kill them. That's the Slytherin. Oh, whoa. If they cannot be redeemed, you got to go. You got to go. We're not going to torture you and prolong your life under pain and torture. Uh, that's fair. I'm sorry, but would you, like, let Ted Bundy or, like, Jeffrey Dahmer live forever and ever? No. I'd be like, no. uh-uh. You're done. Well. You're done. Off actually, with your head. Actually, no. is where it's at. The Slytherin in me would actually let those people live forever. But and in that's where you're wrong, because they can conditions. escape. Ted Bundy escaped. We do have several Halloween movies mm-hmm. that do actually prove that point. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, God damn it. Like, I know. Jamie Lee. She she him. needs some help. She's constantly being Ooh, tortured. What house would she be in? I see her as a Gryffindor, honestly. I say Gryffindor, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, next question. Okay. At the end of the series, Harry has inadvertently become immortal because he is now truly in possession of all three Deathly Hallows. <gasps> yep, that's yeah. the sound. And he has honestly defeated the personification of like death and destruction, which was Voldemort. What do you think about that one? And I will judge you after you burp. That he is, <laughs> that he is. Do you think that's a valid fan theory? Or and no? now that he's, he's immortal? Yeah. I don't think that he's immortal. I don't think so either. First of all, because he dropped the resurrection stone in the Forbidden Forest. When he's he so was, clumsy. Well, he was killed at that point by a. Uh, well, Voldemort. I mean, you should be graceful in death. We, we have a lot of Renaissance paintings that show you how to do that. Clearly, there's a, an outline, so an Howard, Ikea step-by-step. How, how will your death be graceful then, Topher? Uh, Walk well, us through that moment. First of all, I will make sure that my limbs, when they fall, will be in a very graceful, artistic okay. expression. I will make sure that my head is tilted a certain way. Okay. I will have my alabaster throat displayed in a certain way. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's that hard. Do it really... <laughs> Do your own research. I don't have to explain this to you. I'm dying very clumsily. I know that about me. You're just going to be like, oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I will, like, poop my pants. Like, it's not going to be pretty. They'll find, like, Tostino. Like... <laughs> Caught in my throat. I will choke to death on junk food. Yes, I will. <laughs> Whereas I'm splayed out on a chase lounge. You died of consumption. It's very sexy, old-timey death of you. It's not actually in real life, but yeah. No, not in real life. No, no. TV is no joke. No, it's, it's <laughs> That's no our joke. PSA. <laughs> All right. Here's one theory that the Dursleys were yeah. mean to Harry because he of the Voldemort Horcrux. That I've heard this before, him. yeah. What are your thoughts on that? No. Bullshit. I call I it bullshit. I think they're fucking abusers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's Otherwise, Ron would be, and Ron Thank Hermione you. would be Thank mean. Thank you. Right? Everybody would have been a dick to Harry. That's not the case. Yeah. The Dursleys can go suck it. Now, I do think that once the Horcruxes were being destroyed, the remaining ones were gaining more power. Sure. As like a last ditch effort. And so that's why in the last book, Ron did kind of go off the rails a little bit. Oh, no. I think there's no excuse for Ron. I don't like him. Okay. Well, that's fair. But I just don't <laughs> think that. I know Fact I don't, checker is saying I'm wrong, but he knows I'm right in his heart. I don't think that we give them a pass for no. being horrible people. They're just bad people. Yeah. I will say I really appreciate in the stories how you get a little bit more of a backstory on Petunia. Her desire mm-hmm. to have gone to Hogwarts and 
She wasn't magical, but her sister Lily was. And honestly, if you name one kid Lily, another Petunia, you know what you're signing up for. Okay, well, I love Petunias. But the name is not great. I would disagree. You're wrong. I think Lily's a little bit basic, but okay. Oh, okay. But it's the sound. Just think of the sound, not the flower. I am thinking of the sound. Petunia, Petunia, Petunia. No. It's fun to say. It sounds great. Call your kid Petty. Or Tunia. Petu? Tu. Tuni. Tuni? No, you're wrong. I'm sorry. P Dog? <laughs> yes. You can call your child P Dog. <laughs> That's why you're going to be a great parent. Well, joke's on you. <gasps> Are you a parent? A I am not P-dog? able to bear children. Me neither. So <laughs> cheers to that. But can you get a dog and please call it P Dog? <laughs> At some point, I probably will. It has to be a pug. You know that, right? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I love big dogs. No, I'm sorry. It can be a pug mix, but it will have the a pug, pug face. Like mix with a mastiff? Yes, but it will have a pug a face. A pastiff? <laughs> yes. A <You> mug? Will... <laughs> yes, a mug. But you will call it P dog. Oh my god, is my is my P dog a muggle? What's yes, happening? You will. It's gonna be dumb. I'm sorry. You're gonna walk into that and be like, uh, I'm here for shots for P dog. Like what? Full name Petunia, but I call him P Dog. But I call him P Dog, and it's what's even better is that I'm like showing up in a velvet mm. suit. You were overdressed, yes, for the vet. Yeah, and your well, dog always. is underdressed. No. Yes. Really? Yeah. Why am I such a negligent he's wearing, parent? He's wearing because he's P Dog. P Dog does what P Dog wants. P Dog loves to have glittery, bedazzled okay, things. Okay, but P Dog's very. Oh no! Is P Dog not a good person? No, P-Dog's a good person, but they don't dress well. Oh. P-Dog is wearing, like, jelly shoes with some, like, chandelier earrings. Like, it doesn't, the look doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. It doesn't work. And you're also, like, where P-Dog. does one buy jelly shoes for dogs? Are there any Etsy people listening right yes. now who <laughs> yes, will, there are. like... Please, I look, Etsy people, I've got two dogs. They have not worn shoes. I don't think they'll like it, but I will put my, your jelly shoes on my dogs. I mean... If they're I'm four not, dogs. Let's be clear. I'm not going to pay for this experience, but you can pay for it. So I will accept this. You can email those shoes to us at... Gmail. You're going to email us shoes? I don't have a 3D printer, Topher. I've you told keep you saying this. that. Also email us at 3D printer. <laughs> anyway. All right. Next theory. Right. Neville. Uh-huh. Longbottom, which is a terrible last name. I love it. Who likes a Longbottom? Nobody. No one. It's awful. You never, you never recover from that. Like it basically just means that like it's a very elongated teardrop sort of shape where you have no ass. Can you firm it up with surgery? Probably. Yeah, that's the only way. Also, wouldn't you? Poor have, Neville like, with his droopy butt. Is the wizarding whole time. plastic surgery a thing? <gasps> you wave your wand like your tits get. I saw yeah. you looking at them. <laughs> I was. I was. Well, I was trying to You're think like of, they're like, sagging the spell. too much, Rachel. Lift them up. Which I agree. I would lift these suckers up if you can do like. Oculus Reparos, then you could do a nose job, well, that's, right? That's another thing, too. Why can't you just fix Harry's eyesight? Why have to fix his fucking glasses? That's true. You're fixing a solution, not the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neville should have gotten a butt job, is what we're saying. <laughs> next next well, he, topic. Well, he glowed up. Oh, yeah. The actor, like, yeah. looked real good. But Neville was supportedly... Mm, suppose, Say it again. Supposedly. Supportedly? Yeah. <laughs> It's not a thing. Supposedly bad at magic because he was using his father's wand when he first went to Hogwarts. 
rather than his own wand that chose him. And he later went to Ollivanders and got a wand that chose him. Okay. What do you think about that? I would say, I would say a partial yes, like a okay. yes and, because mm. I also Improv, think. Improv, yes. Yes. And? Improv puppets. Oh, and? I would say that, and he also. <laughs> Tipper's talking with a puppet right now with no sock <laughs> on his hand. Just his hand. Just my hand. I would say that, yeah, that's probably part of it. But also, he did not have any confidence. And you have to, yeah. like, when you say your spell, McGonagall even says, like, yeah. say this with authority. Yeah. Like, you Neville are didn't have that controlling authority. this. And he yeah. didn't. Yeah. And, and why would he? He'd been uh, through a horrible childhood experience. Mm. His parents were. His parents, the sad. Okay, the real tragedy of Neville is that his parents were both cursed with an unforgivable curse. Right. But they were still alive. Yeah. But they did not recognize him. And that's one of the things the movies it's, left out. The books yes, went into. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I agree with that because it's almost like an Alzheimer's or dementia sort of thing that's that, very important to I think that's like a real metaphor yeah. for someone who has like some sort of severe cognitive disease that impacts their ability to remember because they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Which must be awful. Especially awful. as a kid, like Neville's parents never really knew him and he never really knew his parents as his parents. His grandmother raised him. Raising him. him. Yeah. And was trying to do the best she could, but. She's an old lady with hats. What can she do? Not much. I would love to go to her hat shop. All right. So I need to pee. Okay, let's pause and pee. And then I think that we should. Determine which wine goes into which house. Yeah, All right. I absolutely. say do it. Argumenti. All right, so we are at the end of our abilities. <laughs> yeah. I am going to pull out one of my cards. Okay. And you, I'm going to defer my judgment to you. This is unprecedented because I will never do this again. No, she's clearly very drunk right now. I am. And you will tell us what house you think the wine goes into. And Fact Checker will put the scarf on that house. Okay. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to shuffle my cards. Get some good audio shuffling in there. <laughs> you ready? Ready. All right. Menage a trois. Gryffindor. <gasps> okay. That's the worst wine, but he said Gryffindor, fine. I'm going with Topher's Judgment. I'm going with it because it's... it's Tell us why. Everything about it is brash, in your face. It's very... You are married to a Gryffindor. I. That's fine. Okay. All right. I've made that choice. Okay. I have to live with it now, according to my vows. Yeah, you do. I'm sorry. There's no yeah, way to get out of this whatsoever. It's just that it is so... Fact Checker is struggling with this right now. Um, <laughs> it's so... Fact Checker is living his best life and he's doing just fine. You're welcome, Fact Checker. Okay. Well, don't make me call you a Hufflepuff again. All right. Well, oh, that actually is really cute. It's adorable, isn't it? He tied it very nicely. All right, next one. Okay. Trouchard. Mm. Slytherin. Because it's the most expensive? It's the most expensive. <laughs> I knew it. It's the most expensive. It's also the one that I liked the most. Okay. Has a Slytherin. Okay. Um, but also, it's not butterbeer at all. The other three at least went into... Three? They're too left, bud. No, I mean the Including other... Including Trouchard. No, the other three, aside from Trouchard, went... Oh, okay, sorry. They, they went into at least some sort of butterbeer territory. This one was completely set apart and it feels very elitist. Like I'm not one of you. I'm not going to play by your role. Exactly. All right. Next yeah. one. Bacchus. Mm-hmm. Hufflepuff. 
Ooh, okay. Hufflepuff. Yep. I would say Hufflepuff because okay. it married mm-hmm. all of these ideas. It was kind of the peacemaker of like, okay. hey, we don't have to choose. We can be butterbeer and we can also be apple cider. All right. This is fine. So and that leaves our last well. one then for you. Which is the butter. Uh-huh. And butter is Ravenclaw. Because it understood the assignment. It understood the assignment. And that's Mm -hmm. all that it went for was just the assignment. And that's it. I think that Ravenclaws can sometimes get a little bit. Two in their head. One track. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Okay. So you have made your distinctions. I'm going to say you are not guilty. Oh, thank you. Twist, you were on trial this whole time. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad the Dementors aren't going to like drag me into Azkaban right now. You're right. Guys, go away. Where's my chocolate? Go, bite. My brown bear Patronus. Oh, no. All right. So um, I think we did it. I think we did. All right. Osseo wine. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. (laughs) If you guys disagreed with us, please let us know. Let Topher know. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.